Hey everyone, welcome to the Best of 2018 podcast. We've got Kenny on the line today. What's up, man? What's going on, guys? Good to be back podcasting with you again. Yeah, had a little break. Some life things getting in the way. Yep, the holiday times, holiday seasons, always a little bit busy. Lots of absolutely, lots of things going on. Lots of shopping happening. Year. Oh yeah. And we have Kimo with us too. What's up, Kimo? Yo, what's up, man? I just finished school, so I'm I have a lot more free time on my hands now. So. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Now it's just a matter of finding a job and making the monies. Now the fun starts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Congratulations, buddy. Okay. So, Kimo, you want to go first with your pick number five? Yes, pick number five. I picked Vane, and their album is called Arizona. They're from Boston, Massachusetts. And uh, I got their vinyl LP. It's a gatefold with a single LP. White, orange, merge with blue splatter. Is released on June 22nd of 2018. And let me send you guys a link again, so you can see it again. So I saw these guys open up for Code Orange and a bunch of other bands. It's like a five-band bill, and uh, they were the first, and then Code Orange was last. They were headlining. But Vane just, like, totally stormed the stage and took over, and uh, I had a good time watching them. And they played like for 25 minutes, but they were playing nonstop. Like they did tune for like a couple seconds and then they went right into the next song. It was pretty, pretty cool for a 25 minute set. And they're nice looking record, too. It's really cool looking experimental hardcore with math rock, kind of like doing their skate clan ish. That's why I like those guys, kind of like abrupt staccato rhythms and um but uh they're they're an awesome band to to look out for some short song lengths on this i see they're like bursts of energy cool very cool kenny your number five number five on my list is the mellowest album on my list here and it's the uh TTNG Animals Acoustic Album, which is a uh, sweet reimagining of their original Animals recording. And, uh, so what does TTNG stand for? That's uh, This Town Needs Guns. They're a uh, math rocky band from uh, the UK. And uh, this is like the 10th, uh, 10th year anniversary of the uh, release of the original Animals recording. And uh, they brought back got back together with their uh, original vocalist who sang on the original album there to redo this and uh, it's very cool um, they've always been a favorite of mine in the, uh, the math rock kind of realm and uh, they had some special guests on this album too um, they've got uh, contributions from Nate Kinsella who was part of uh, the band's Birthmark American Football and Joan of Arc and also uh, Yvette Young from uh, Covet and some other bands. She's a young, pretty shred guitar player. Uh, so it's a great album, very chill, very mellow, but some really good, uh, really good songs. And uh, it's, a, it's, it's a good one. It's a good one to put on and check out. That's also colored vinyl. 
Of course. Yeah, limited yeah. edition green transparent vinyl, which is uh, pretty nice. I like that. Yeah, it's a beautiful vinyl. That's one thing for sure. You're going to have to play that at a future party, record party for sure. I'd like to hear that one. Will do, definitely. My number five is Krongbin, a three-piece band out of Texas, getting a lot more attention. And the album's called Con Todo El Mundo. It's regular black edition vinyl. Sounds great. Very uh, chill, laid-back band. Groove-heavy with a little psychedelic sound. So, dig them a lot. Getting a lot more attention right now. Very chill, very good album, man. Since you, you busted it out at our last listening party. Yeah. Uh, I've been spinning it around the house here quite a bit. Really good, uh, really good music to work by. It's a good, good background soundtrack to just be doing whatever projects you've got going on. And uh, it's very chill. Some nice sounds. Interestingly, uh, the name Krongbin comes from Thai, the Thai language, uh, who uh, the uh, guitar player. Uh, what was her name here? What's her name, Adam? Something. The bassist, Laura Lee. Well, Laura Lee, yeah. So apparently she was learning to speak Thai at the time that the band was coming together. And uh, the name means uh, flying engine or airplane. So nice. Pretty sweet. Yeah, I definitely dug the tunes when we last listened to it. I oh. Yeah. The other stuff's great, too. It's very similar, but... Yeah. We're getting yeah, some one play. Album. We're getting some play locally. I've heard one of their tracks. I forget which one uh, it, it's called, but I've heard one of their tracks on KCRW a couple of times. So they're, they're getting some, some play on the airwaves out here. Yeah. Cool. Kimo, what's your number four? Number four is Between the Buried and Me, Automata 1. And uh, that came out in March 9th, 2018. And it is a single LP, yellow transparent with black and white splatter. It's a pretty vinyl, and uh, it's got they've got several pressings of this particular record as well as Automata Two, which also came out a few months after. And uh, I saw these guys live at the Belasco, and they they definitely tore it up. And uh, one of my favorite like progressive metal bands that remind me of Queen meets like. Uh, like a prog year metal band. Let's see, I'm trying to think like a band that would be good, would be, yeah, just like metalcore meets Queen. So, right. With the epic vocals, but not as epic as Freddie Mercury. Though. Yeah. It's hard to be as epic as that, for yeah. sure. You yeah. said they even cover Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, on a 7-inch, super limited. Yeah, pretty limited, released in 2016, and um, the 7-inch goes for 40 bucks on Discogs. Yeah. I've never listened to much Between the Buried and Me. Let's check them out more. Yeah, I've been listening to them since the Silent Circus, their second album, and I saw them live at Chase Cafe a long time ago, in 2004, I think it was. Yeah. They've been around a while. Yeah. Yeah, fun band live, too. Excellent. Sweet. Good stuff, man. Yeah, there's, there's uh, quite a lot of metal coming out of that North Carolina 
uh, region over there. I was in like uh, like Elders, kind of from somewhere around there. I know I've, I've heard of quite a few other bands. They've got like seems like a pretty good uh, metal and prog metal kind of uh, scene out there in that region. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely the coldest part of the country. Going up with the meanest rest, so yeah. Kenny, what's your number four? Nice. At uh, number four on my list, I've got the third album from a UK band called Sergeant Thunderhoof. Uh, these, these guys are not super well known. Uh, they're not on a label right now. They're self-releasing their stuff. Uh, I've got this sweet double 180 grand uh 12 inch gold edition vinyl uh, which comes in a nice gatefold uh, package uh, with some really super cool artwork on it uh, they're numbered edition i have number 40 out of 300 so that's pretty sweet too and nice. uh, came with uh, i got the uh, a limited edition uh poster that came with it which is the uh, the front and back cover of the of the uh, album and uh, it's pretty sweet they've got this cool psychedelic uh style artwork theme that they've had going on on all their albums and uh, it's a very good groovy kind of black sabbathy influenced uh, you know kind of gets lumped into that stoner rock kind of vibe um, a lot of cool chunky riffs and some good hypnotic stuff they've got some some long 10 minute plus jams on here too so good stuff to just put on and uh, zone out and rock out to it's a good album um, I had their previous release too, uh, called Ride the Hook, which was a great album as well. But if you haven't heard of these guys, I definitely recommend checking them out. Nice. Yeah, I definitely dug what I heard last time. I think we had a listening party several parties ago, and uh, I was definitely impressed and I liked stuff. I thought you played them last, our very last party, Kenny, because Warren. I did put on uh, a little bit of, like late, uh, late in the evening the last listening party I put on it's a, it's a double album so there's some long jams on here I put on I think the final the fourth side side D I put on uh, which is only two tracks take up that whole side of the album so uh, we did hear a little bit of it the last listening party cool for me my number four pick is David Crosby's fourth album five years and definitely the best of the four, called Here If You Listen. And it's the first credited, co-credited that is, to Becca Stevens, Michelle Willis, and Michael League. Three uh, singer-songwriter, play guitar, back him up and very well. Great album, great sounding album. So Crosby's definitely on a roll. Enjoy this one a lot. Favorite tracks on there? Uh, there's a cut called 1967. They took from an old demo and kind of added stuff to it today. And definitely a favorite, probably my favorite song on there. Yes, back in the late 60s, probably wow. 67. So That's cool. Yeah. That's on BMG Records. Hmm. 
So. Yeah, unfortunately, didn't you uh, end up missing getting a chance to see him play live because of the uh, the Malibu fires? I had tickets to see this this whole group who made this album in Thousand Oaks, and that was the week of the fires, so they weren't having shows there that week, and they didn't reschedule, and so just refunded it. Big bummer. Yeah. Hopefully, I can catch them on the next one. Hopefully, it was a, a rough time out here. Yeah. Chemo, you know, you live out in the area where the fires happened too. It was a, uh, it was a crazy time. Yeah, it was pretty stressful. I was away from the house or my condo for about a week, so that was pretty. And it was during my last semester of school, so that was not. <laughs> no pressure. Yeah. Yeah. God, glad that stuff's over. So. Yeah. Sweet. Who's next? That was number three. Is it chemo? Me. Uh, Yob, Y-O-B. Like Job, like Yob. Or Job, Yob. So their album is called Our Raw Heart. And it came out June 8th, 2018. It's a double LP. Released by Relapse Records. And the version I got was a limited edition Blood Red and Mustard Merge with Orange Splatter. Others can come up with now. It's uh, in this, it's like doom metal, kind of like really dark Black Sabbathy riffs and uh, long epic songs. Yeah, they got uh, they got a lot of um, a lot of good press uh, for for that recording, and I know from uh, some of the online uh, online mags that I browse through for rock music and stuff like that, they made a lot of the. Uh, Pops, you know, the year end list for that album. Yeah, it was definitely a moving record to hear that. He also had, or Mike, or Mike Scheidt is his name. He's a senior <laughs> guitarist for the band. And uh, he had some health issues that uh, almost he came close to death from what I've heard. And, uh, and so he uh, wrote this record and I think the title of the record is very apropos for the uh, what he was going through. So I'm so glad that I saw him last year at the Telegram Ballroom. And that was a great show. He played with, uh, oh man, it wasn't Black Cobra. It was one of the members from Black Cobra who plays in another band, and I forget their name right now. They're an older, like, stoner band. So it was a good show. Uh, they played for about an hour and 15 minutes. It was, it was fun. Nice looking record, too. Yeah. You should play yeah. that for us. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Yeah, good stuff, man. The uh, Terragram's a pretty good place. Been a lot of a lot of good shows happening there the last couple yeah. of years. Four Driver, Quicksand. Yeah. Good shows. Good. Great venue. Great venue, yeah. Kenny, how about you? Number three pick. All right. Uh, number three on my list is uh, a band that I've been following for, for quite a while, and it's been around for almost 20 years now. Uh, they're called Me Without You, and uh, their latest release is Untitled, it is called. And um, it's a band that I, I uh, had gotten into some of their earlier albums, like one of their first albums, which was called AB Life. Uh, it was when I first heard about them. And uh, 
they were a little bit more hardcore sounding at that point. Uh, they had some, you know, kind of, uh, I don't know, hardcore, post-hardcore kind of vibe to them. Uh, really, very cool stuff. And uh, then, you know, they put out a couple of good albums after that, and I sort of lost track of them for a while before stumbling upon them again. And uh, this album uh, that, that just came out last year, Untitled, is uh, it's really good. They've just got a really uh, eclectic mix from, like, you know, a little bit of punk, a little bit of hardcore, a little bit of, like, even, like, folk rock, indie rock, alternative rock. Very cool musically. Um, lyri lyrically, their uh, singer Aaron Weiss uh, writes some very interesting stories, uh, very literate kind of uh, lyrics going on. And um, this one, the album artwork is, like, red, yellow, and blue kind of mishmash of styles. So they put out, in honor of that, they have... Uh, release of different colored vinyl so i've got the uh the yellow solid yellow vinyl version they put out a blue version a red version and as well as the black and the yellow um, pretty sweet stuff and uh, if you haven't checked them out you definitely should got a chance to see them play live when they were out here in la and uh, it was a great show i went with you to that and very eclectic band i didn't know their stuff that well they played the show. as well right yeah. Was that show the Terragram? Yeah. Or was it the Regent? Uh, I think it was the Terragram because I saw a poster there last year. Yeah, that's what I, it was. I think it was, yeah. Yeah, it was a good show, man. It's like uh, you, you rarely see people stage diving anymore because, you know, clubs want to, you know, cut that off, man, as soon as, as, soon as it starts happening. It, but uh, it was happening at this show, and, like, they let it go. It was pretty, you know, pretty contained. People were kind of doing a little bit of moshing and stuff, but it was pretty, uh, pretty well behaved. Everybody was just doing it, having a good time. So it was kind of fun. What's your favorite cut on that record? Um, I got to say the one uh, that would be my my favorite tune, just because it kind of haunts me and sticks in my head when I listen to it, is the the second track on side A called Julia, or Holy to the Lord on the Bells and Whistles. hypnotic kind of haunting sort of slow burner of a song but the melodies uh, really stick with me when I listen to it nice this is my turn again yep uh, this is why I mentioned last time our last show as a recommendation is King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard their last album of 2018 I think called Gumboot Soup I don't think the record actually came out till. Well, no, it came out in 2018. And uh, this is the orange vinyl black and red splatter. So. Nice. Pretty cool. And uh, you know, these guys put like three, four albums out a year. Super prolific. <laughs> I like their stuff, I enjoy it. Uh, they have kind of a lo fi sound but it still sounds really good. 
and psychedelic. So it kind of seems like there've been a lot of like reissues uh, too that like they, they put out so many recordings. It seems like their their label started re repressing some vinyl. I don't know if everything originally came out on vinyl. Hear that? They have a bunch of stuff stockpiled. Yeah. Just putting it out. Yeah, they are prolific. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to catch them live at some point. I still have not. They're pretty eccentric. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of of great stuff coming out of Australia. That's for sure. Quite a few good bands from there. Yeah. Kima, what's your number three pick? We're on number two now. Number two. Okay. So uh, my number two pick is Ancestors. Uh, they're uh, an L.A. band, and they released their album called Suspended in Reflections through Pelagic Records on August 24th of 2018. Uh, they actually had most of their stuff recorded at my friend's uh, studio called Akira Audio, which is uh, Gabe Ben Benchoten, I think it's how you pronounce his last name. Yeah, and, Gabe Ben, this one. And uh, he did all the guitars, bass, keyboards, and I believe they record drums somewhere else because Chris' mom wouldn't have been so happy about hearing drums in the house. But uh, he does have a nice soundproof studio, but I'm not sure if it accommodates drums. So. But uh, they're post-metal, psychedelic rock. Uh, this album um, has like songs that are not too long, but they have one song called "The One Glow" that's really a good, a really great track. That's about eight and a half minutes long, and that's the longest song in the have 15-minute long songs on average, but this time they, they cut them down a bit short just to make them more uh, accessible, I guess, for the length of uh, songs on this album. So, uh, Is that a single record release? It's a single vinyl LP, and uh, it's ultra clear with bone pink transparent violet violet and transparent and that's the way it's labeled yeah ultra so like, clear with bone pink transparent violet and transparent so, you gotta send a picture of this yeah it's it's really nice i think just about every record we've we've mentioned so far has been in colored vinyl release except the ones i've done besides king wizard yeah it's a really nice looking vinyl too yeah sounds pretty good too I can't help it. I just, uh, I, I love those special releases, man. Yeah. I feel like it's something, you know, nothing's wrong with the color black. I love the color black, but uh, I just dig all these cool splatter vinyls and different different colors that match the theme of the artwork and all that kind of stuff. I like, I like that whole package. Yeah. They keep doing them, we'll keep buying them. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I love the cover of this one too. This ancestors, very cool. The album cover is really cool looking. It's like a house. It's it's evening time, and 
something's happening inside the house that looks, I would assume is the theme of the album, like suspended reflections. So it's a really nice cover. And I think the vinyl is matches the, the, the cover of the album perfectly. And it was uh, limited to 250 copies. Damn. Cool. Yeah, I hear this one for sure. Great record. I highly recommend it to you guys. Yeah. Kenny? Right on. All right. Well, uh, number two on my list is an album that came out very, very early in uh, 2018. I think it was released the first week of 2018. And. Uh, it's a band called Weed Pecker, and this is their third album, and it's called Three. Um, they're on Stickman Records, and they're a, uh, a band out of Poland. And uh, this is kind of, um, they're, they're, they're one of those bands that's definitely in that kind of like um, spacey, stoner, bluesy, kind of hard rock sort of vibe. But this uh, most recent album got quite a bit more progressive and not quite as heavy and chunky as their first two albums. I really like the earlier stuff too, but this one's got some uh, just, you know, really cool, really cool guitar work on it. Very kind of proggy, epic, um, epic songs. I mean, there's there's only five tunes on this whole album. Uh, so they, they like some, you know, long, you know, hypnotic kind of jams, but it's very kind of, uh, for stuff in that sort of vibe, this is sort of a very, very kind of light, and airy, spacey sounding album. So it's got like kind of elements of post rock and stuff in there too. Um, really good melodic singing too. It's not like a, a hardcore screaming kind of album. And uh, of course, it's special edition vinyl. One that I've got uh, is like a uh, sort of an opaque, transparent, a transparent, uh, I don't know, white smoke, grayish color. But. Uh, pretty sweet these guys were like sort of a a random find uh through i have heard this album and it's excellent yeah so yeah at least i've heard the stream they're uh, they're not as well known out here i mean they're from poland i know they do play quite a few shows in europe and tour around there i don't know they've been out here to the states so not a band i've had the chance to see live but it's definitely an awesome album I have, it have you heard these guys chemo no i haven't yet but I'm going to do my homework. It's pretty good. Yeah, I'll definitely check, check it out. That vinyl looks pretty cute. Yeah, sure. it's very uh, proggy. Like, Liquid Sky is uh, kind of one of the catchier numbers on here, which is the uh, the, the third track on uh, side A. Um, but it's just, you know, it just gets really out there. Like, some there's some you know good melodic vocals and then some really stretched out, um, spacey, cool... Um, guitar stuff not not like they kind of pulled a little bit further away from like the sabbathy kind of origins so many of these bands sort of get lumped into um kind of gone into a little bit more proggy direction which i really did so looking forward to seeing more from these guys in the future did you order that one too from them which one the did you order a weed pecker from them uh there well forget where i got this one i mean they're on Stickman records so I might have ordered it through the Stickman site. That's cool. Huh. They've, they've got, like, their last album, uh, some of the earlier stuff uh, is a little bit more difficult to find. Um, 
not as easily uh, not as easily found. Like they got it, their second album was called Two. Um, and uh, looks like looks like you might be able to find that one on uh, on Discogs. Browsing through it right now. You might have to get that one because I really dig it. It's uh, not too pricey. Looks like you might be able to find it for about like the thirty dollar range plus shipping. Got a double LP? I uh, don't think so. It's single. Oh, okay. This one, this one, the most recent one I got is single. I was looking at their second album, which I don't have. Um, I think that one's just a single LP as well. But uh, yeah, they're they're a sweet band, man. And uh, this album too, like, kind of really pushed their their envelope a bit from their uh, their earlier albums. So and I think for the better in a cool way. Definitely an honorable mention of mine for 2018. That album. Weedpecker 3. Well, my number two pick may or may not surprise you guys. This is Dead Meadows' sixth studio album, I think, called The Nothing They Need. And I hate to disappoint everyone, but this is just regular black vinyl. Oh. That's okay, because it sounds great. It was funny, when I ordered this, it was through PayPal, and I paid directly to Jason Simon, the front man, which is always nice to know your money is going right to the band. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, I don't know, these guys, just, I've liked just about everything they've done, and this album's great. So. What's your favorite track? I'm trying to think of what my, I'm trying to think of what my favorite track is. The first song, Keep Your Head, is great. There's one called Sh The Shaky Hand Is Not Mine. Just a highly recommended album. Always enjoy what they, what they do. Cool. cool. Dead Meadow, good band. I know you and I have seen them play at least countless four times. Four or five times. Uh, so, yeah, they, they're uh, one of those classic, classic chill sort of psych rock, whatever you want to call them. Indie rock, psych rock. Getting to be veterans of that sound now, it's kind of hard to believe. Sixth album. Huh? They're going. Yep. What's that, Kimo? Sixth album. Mm -hmm. they, they're definitely on through it. That's cool. Yeah. How long have so. they been around? Like, did they start in the. Was it still, like, been around since the 90s or was it early 2000s? They might have started in the late 90s. I think their first album came out in 2001, the self titled one. Maybe even 02. Not sure. Uh, they've been going most of the century. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with them, but I'm gonna definitely check them out. Yeah, it looks looks like the first one was released in 2000. Born in the late 90s, first album out in 2000. And this new one's released on Zemo Records. So, hmm. weren't very familiar with them, but they did a good job with the pressing. So I thought before we do our number one picks. We would do some of our favorite reissues of 2018. Sure. One of my favorite reissues was, Ken also has this uh, Burning Airlines Deluxe 3 LP package. Oh, yeah. That thing is amazing. So uh, just having the two LPs on vinyl again is nice. 
uh, which is Mission Control and Identikit. Um, a lot of my friends on the internet think Mission Controls are best, but I think Identikit is like my favorite. So out of the two, the third LP is actually a uh, a mixture of like acoustic songs with I think the Jay Robbins cellist friend. I forget his name, but uh, yeah, it's pretty sweet packaging. Came in a uh, like a cushion like an orange cushion that has burning airlines on it and came with the barf bag for their plane trip and uh, mints. So it's pretty expensive. So really well thought out packaging. I love it. Just, it's just an amazing record. Did you already have the originals on, on vinyl chemo? Well, they're, they're reissued as vinyl uh, a couple of years ago, but when they originally came out, um, it was a CD primarily. So there was, there was the first pressing of the vinyls for both albums, Mission Control and Identicate came out like in, I think it came out in like 2014, maybe. Right yeah. My favorite track is still the song, a song with no words. It's a short track, but uh, really awesome track with whammy pedal action going on. So, let me see. Uh, came out in 2012, actually, the, the first. Reissue, first reissue. Yeah. Awesome band, man. I love Burning Airlines, uh, Jay Robbins, the mastermind, of course, from Jawbox fame. And he's uh, got his Magpie recording studios and recorded and produced by so many great bands, too. Um, yep. Interesting story for me, like tidbit, like the only chance I got to see Burning Airlines play live happened to be like two days after the 9-11 attacks in 2001. It was like 9-13. And it was like the first time I've basically gone out of the house since like the attacks happened, you know, and like it felt like the world was in shock. And of course the band's burning airlines. They didn't even want to put that on the marquee at the El Rey. It said B airlines on the marquee because, and it was, uh, it was crazy. Um, Very tragic. But, but awesome show. That was the one time that I got to see burning airlines uh, play live. How long were they together after that? Let me see. I think the they, Mission Control came out in 99, and they quit like right around 9-11. I think they, it was just, just having that name, it was just like the stigma of having that name around that those times was pretty, uh, I'm not sure how to say it, like nerve-wracking for the guys just to have that thing touring and trying to travel the nation with with this like tragic event. So yeah, I mean, that, yeah. that haunted everybody for a long time. You know, yeah. it's a crazy, some crazy times here for sure. Real quick, Kima, what's the rest of your reissues recommendations? Well, we already did the Shine of the Egg one last uh, podcast, but the other one I want to list were uh, Fireside Yuamini Dionor, which was their 
third record that they released from the Swedish band. And I got into them with their second record called Do Not Tailgate. Yamini Dinor is like a, reminds me of Bark Market in a way, but not as boisterous with the vocals from Sardi. but uh, it's a great record. They have a song called, uh, it's Happy Porno Living. <laughs> and it's a, it's this interesting song about like how prevalent and just like how weird the times were at the time was just like, with of course porn being a weird topic, taboo and all that shit, but uh, yeah, great record overall. Uh, another record that came out last year was uh, Zozobra's Harmonic Tremors and released with second record, Bird of Prey. I bought this because I don't have Harmonic Tremors and Caleb Schofield passed away last year, I think in March or April in a car accident that was very tragic. And, uh, so there was a show for Field Schofield in October of last year that I went to. That was it was a stacked bill. ISIS played, or they call themselves Celestial because of ISIS terrorist group. But uh, there was uh, a surprise set of Zozobra songs with Aaron Turner of ISIS, Old Mangaloon, Sumac fame, and then uh, Jacob Bannon of uh, Converge also did some vocals for. For that set as well, they, they switched around vocals and uh, members playing. Who are you talking about that show? Yeah, it's phenomenal. Very awesome show. I mean, there were a lot of people there. Sold out, of course. I got there first in line in the morning, and I got the best seat in the house. Thus, putting in the effort of doing that. So, um, I also got. Uh, Hums Downward is Heavenward remastered reissue, which was a pain in the ass to get, but uh, Kimo was one of the lucky few that got one sold like hotcakes. so far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Adam, Adam, and I both tried, but uh, you got asked out on that one for yeah, this one anyway. Yeah, I, I tried the first three times, and the third time was a charm for me getting this record, so. How's that sound? Does it sound pretty good? It's awesome, man. It's remastered. I'll bring it over to the next party. Oh, it'll be at your place, I uh, think. Yeah. And uh, we'll definitely listen to that. Like, maybe two, two LP. It's a double LP and uh, definitely done right. They have three B-sides on there, which has Puppets, Aphids, and uh, my favorite song, Boy With Stick, which is from the nice. You and Astronaut Days. And uh, it's an amazing record, man. Just listening to that, it's like, wow. I can't believe they that Matt did this on his own. So he had no help from like a like uh, like distribution or label or anything. Yeah. He did this all himself. So I was pretty impressed. And hopefully he's not too exhausted from doing another pressing of uh, you prefer an astronaut. Hopefully this year. Nice. I love Hum. Love Hum. They're one of my one of my favorite bands. Had a big big influence on me back in the '90s and their heyday, like when they came out. I was I love that super 
super heavy guitar, you know, guitar, bass, drum vibe that they had going on with the kind of real melodic, you know, softer vocals kind of uh, going away from more of like the more aggressive, heavy kind of bands. At the time, I always really loved that kind of sound and uh, love Han. They can be aggressive too sometimes. At, at times, but vocally, yeah. not so much. You know, yeah. not not in that kind of real aggressive vocal style, which which to me at the time was something that was kind of fresh and new that I really dug back in uh, back in their heyday. Can you have any more? Uh, that's it, and we we can move on to our number ones. Well, can you do you have any reissues? Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, twenty eighteen was actually a pretty great year for for reissues. I mean. I think the, uh, the vinyl world is picking up steam, and a lot of stuff was repressed. Um, let's see. Uh, of course, uh, got the uh, shine of the egg, and might might step on your toes a little bit, um, Adam. But one of our nope. favorite bands, Swerve Driver. A couple of, oh, yeah, yeah, a couple that. albums were reissued last year. Rays and uh, Ejector Seat Reservation, two classics from Swerve Driver. Did Rays come out in 18 or 27? I guess it was 2018, wasn't it? Well, that's, the reissue. What, that's what Discogs is telling me here. Okay. Um, so those are those are sweet. I love Swerve Driver, another another uh, band, classic band from uh, their heyday, being back in the 90s. But, of course, they're still still rolling. They got a brand-new album that just came out. Uh, Waiting for that to come in the mail. <laughs> um, some other stuff uh, on my... A uh, short list of things that I picked up as reissues this past year. I got uh, Jethro Tull, Heavy Horses, which was uh, remastered, um, you know, by uh, Stephen Wilson, Porcupine Tree fame, the uh, master producer engineer. So I uh, picked up a copy of that. He's doing all, like, these old Jethro Tull remasters. Um, also picked up a uh, reissue of Opeth's album, Watershed which is uh, pretty sweet, uh, double, double 180 gram vinyl, um, gold colored vinyl, limited edition, um, pretty sweet. And then a uh, little uh, outside from my typical taste of music, but uh, grabbed the, uh, the B-52's Cosmic Thing uh, reissue on rainbow colored vinyl for uh, Black Friday Record Store Day release. So that's my... Uh, my my stash from 2018 and reissues definitely a ton of reissues and i'll go through mine real quick uh, a couple of grateful dead albums from the mars hotel and blues for allah which were actually mid-70s studio albums of theirs and they're doing a great job with these reissues they all sound great uh i got the Reissue of Porcupine Trees in Absentia, double LP. I just got the standard black, but they're classic. One of my favorite Porcupine Tree albums. And they've released some Brian Eno, some of his ambient stuff from the late 70s. So I got Ambient 4 on land. And this is just the standard 33 version single record. There's also a 45 double LP. But this one sounds great. I really enjoy some of his ambient stuff. Sweet. So, 
And of course, Swerve Driver's Ejector Seat Reservation re-release. They did a great job with, and Ray's. The Catherine Wheel. The Catherine Wheel Light Cats and Dogs, which came out on Black Friday, Record Store Day. I'm not totally blown away by the sound of it, but I think I need to get another chance. But a uh, great album, which is a compilation of some of their B-sides, which is one of those things that makes for a great album on its own. So I would recommend that as well. So we're ready to move on to our number one picks of 2018. Drum roll. <laughs> Let's do this. Kima, what's your number one album of 2018? My number one album is L1011 Bankers Hill. Post rock geniuses from that formed in two thousand three, I think it was when I first saw them with Life and Times uh, at the Casbah. They they totally took took me by surprise the first time I saw them, and they've been releasing stuff ever since. I believe Banker's Hill is their like tenth LP release out of their uh, sixteen year career, so. Um, love uh, I've seen this is the band that I've seen the most out of all the shows I've gone to. How many times have you seen them? Uh, probably like more than 30 times now. Wow, so I try to see them every time they're, they play in LA. Um, and they also put me on the guest list too because <laughs> I, I, I'm like friends with them, so uh. Super cool guys. This record is different, actually. The difference between this record and all their other records is that they went, they did not produce it themselves. They had a outside producer. And let me see if I can find the Sonny D. Perry. And they recorded it at a, this house. Hard to describe. I, I think it's like mostly glass windows for walls and uh, they have some YouTube videos of them playing in this particular studio it might be the performance but I'm not sure if it's the actual where they recorded the album but uh, it was in California somewhere up north and uh, this album was released uh, August 10th 2018 Um, it's a single LP Limited edition clear, and it's on their own label called Fake Record Label. Fake Record Label? Yeah. So it's a, a favorite track, I would have to say, is we don't have a sale, but we have a rudder. writes about his good stuff too. three and a half feet one song is called three and a half feet high and rising it's about his daughter the first track off the moment it's also another great track too very cool kenny sweet uh well your number one album my uh, number one album 
I like to try to promote some of these lesser known bands that I've come across. And uh, my number one release of 2018 from a band that I've been digging on, I only found, about, found out about them fairly recently, uh, but they've been around for close to 10 years now. Uh, they're called Ape Machine. They're from uh, Portland, Oregon. Uh, their most recent album is called Darker Seas. I got it on this sweet green, green, white, black, marbled or whatever Splatter. you want to call it, splatterish sort of vinyl. Um, they're they're on uh, Ripple Music is their label, and Ripple, if you haven't heard of them either, it's a label that's got some pretty awesome hard and heavy bands on it. They've been releasing a lot of vinyl uh, for some really cool bands. Um, and uh, so Ape, Ape Machine's been around since, uh, I think their first album came out in 2010. And I believe this is their, either their fifth album or sixth album. Um, I think it's the fifth album. Uh, in any event, it's like these, these guys, uh, they're, they've got like a very like 70s influence kind of uh, heavy prog rocky kind of sound. There's definitely... Uh, some Sabbath influences at times, some Led Zeppelin influences at times. Um, their uh, their singer uh, has got a great voice. Uh, seem like I haven't had a chance to see them live, but I've seen live video of them, and I've got another album of theirs, which is a live album. And uh, the singer's got a great voice, brings it live too. The whole band does. Um, and uh, this album, it just like just has really stuck with me a lot. Like uh, the musicality of, of the riffs, um, they're very into that sort of vintage, uh, you know, analog, old school way of recording. Um, not too many overdubs. They like to record a lot, um, just live straight up. And the album has some of that feel, but it sounds great too. I mean, but you know, not too many overdubs. Like you hear guitar leads taking off with just the bass and drums underneath it. And, you know, not all this, uh, stacked and layered production um, but they do it in uh, in a way that's really good I mean the tones and sound of the album is great and uh, of course one of those ones uh, one of those one of those albums that has a bit of a story behind it or at least as far as uh, for the band like their struggles and overcoming the struggles that uh, they basically have like pretty much gone bankrupt from touring and having like vehicle failures on the road and things like that. Um, then during the, the recording and work on this album, uh, one of the, the members' uh, father passed away, another member's mother uh, passed away, and then the third member of the band had his first child, all during the process of writing and recording this. And uh, so they say in like their uh, notes and stuff that all the struggles and hardships and all that of, you know, joy and bittersweet sadness and all this kind of stuff all came out in it and uh fantastic album like put it number one on my list it's a lot of stuff to have happen and uh during the recording of an album <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it's uh so yeah they say it's like it was about persistence for him to get through it and try to put all that emotional stuff into the songs um definitely i haven't had a chance to see him live man so i hope i get a chance to see him come out here and uh this album just came out not too long ago, so uh, came out I think in September 2018. Hopefully they'll be playing out here sometime too, sometime soon, and get a chance to go check them out. Nice. 
No, I definitely dug what we heard at the last final party. I was really impressed with Big Machine. Definitely dug that. Some cool sounds. Well, for my number one pick, I'm going with Parquet Courts Wide Awake, which came out in May of last year on Rough Trade Records. And these guys, I've liked pretty much everything I've heard from them. I think this is their fourth or fifth full-length album, maybe fourth. But um, just a lot of musical diversity on this one. And the singer Andrew Savage, I was almost like a Dylan-esque, spitting kind of free-associating style, singing, composing lyrics. Uh, just a great band and album. This one, especially this one, caught my attention right from the beginning when I heard it. The song I track two on the side one called Violence. great one and of course almost had to start a fight another great song from here so these guys keep playing LA and I keep missing them someday I have to catch them live so definitely my favorite of 2018 Parquet Courts Wide Awake check it out you played them at our last listening party it was a couple ago I played it for you guys okay, yeah. this is one I had here in my place oh yeah That's last one yeah. so what do you guys think? Good year? Great year? Great year ahead. Shoot. Well, for 2018, what do you guys think? 2018 was, was solid for releases, I think. Kenny, good year or great year? Uh, yeah, I got to go with great year. There's uh, a lot a lot happening, and uh, I, I have to say I'm pretty stoked, pretty stoked on the vinyl scene that uh, I think with the, the digital age, a lot of bands are struggling. Um, CD sales are still, you know, they're, they're, they're down from where they used to be and people aren't selling as much product that way. And I think a lot of the labels have picked up on the fact that there's, there's lots of people out there like us that'll snap up these vinyl records and uh, pretty excited, man. I think there's going to be some cool shit coming out in 2019 too. I mean, there were some great new releases in 2018, and the reissues were just insane. So, I hope they keep it all coming. Yeah, it's a chance to uh, clear out the old CD closet, get the reissues on vinyl. Of course, I might need to add on. Hopefully, sound better. I might need to add on to my house with another bedroom to store all these pretty soon. But you add an extension. <laughs> I think my cabinet's about full now. Got to expand, man. Yeah, I actually just picked up a new uh, a $30 cabinet from Target yesterday. It's like one of those 13-inch cubes, so I got two more 13-inch cubes to stash some records in. Oh, well, you could Just going to keep stacking cubes up? I don't know. For the time being, it'll work for a little while, and then I'll have to figure out something better. i got to look at those. I think you, can, you probably fit about 50, 60 records in one of those things. Really? Wow. That's nice. Something like that. 
So yeah, I, I needed to expand because uh, the old little four cuber was pretty much filled up. So we'll see. We'll go on to recommendations here at the end. Do you guys have any just quick, brief recommendations of stuff? Even though we just recommended a ton of stuff from last year. Recommendations of uh, what? Any anything? Twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen? Does it matter? Now, then. Well, I got a. Whatever you're digging I got on. One that should be on the. Well, actually, I got two that should be on the way. Um, one, I pledged and tried to help out Failure with their uh, crowdfunding of their last album, which was completed in 2018. Although, no, uh, no word on when I'm going to see my vinyl pressing of that yet. But I'm sure that should be pretty cool once it shows up. That definitely would have been on my best of. Had there been an actual record too. Yeah, I agree too, man. But the stuff I heard, I think it's an amazing album. Right. The one other one is one uh, I just picked up is uh, a band called Self Evident. That's uh, from uh, Minneapolis. Um, and uh, they put out an album that just got released like about a week ago. Uh, and it's called Lost Inside the Machinery. It's a band that's been around for kind of a while, since the early 2000s, I think now at this point. Um, yep. And uh, this new album, you know, I, I can stream it on Bandcamp, and the vinyl is supposed to be showing up sometime very soon here. Uh, but I have to say, it is pretty badass. I hadn't listened to these guys in quite a while, but I think this new album is the, the best thing that they've ever done. Sounds on it are really good. Um, super heavy, um, super chunky, some cool, very 90s style kind of, I don't know what you'd say, sort of. To me, it kind of makes me think of like, uh, like the Discord and DC, you know, 90s era stuff, or like Fugazi and bands like that a little bit. Um, but it's it's super cool, and I've been, you know, streaming it quite a bit. Anxious to get that vinyl shown up. Nice, Kimo. Real quick recommendation. Recommendations. I would have to say. Well, one of the things I'm looking forward to is. 2019 will have a shiny release of some sort, either an EP or full length. I'm looking forward to that, of course. Uh, let's see, what else did I get? I will, stuff that's coming out. Um, the Wall Redux, I really enjoyed that with all the eclectic collection of artists that they put on Double LP through uh, Magnetic Eye Records. Came out late nice. last year. I think the prior year, 2017, was when the Kickstarter started, and uh, yeah, that was a phenomenal record. Uh, I'd like to hear some of that. Let's see, another thing is. Um, Show Young Wook's Old Boy Original Motion Picture Soundtrack for the Vengeance Trilogy Part 2. Yeah. I love the soundtrack. Big time. So glad it came out as a vinyl. So, came out through Pleasantville Records and it was released on Record Store Day last year. Came out with the other two Vengeance Trilogy movies as a vinyl. LP releases. So this is a fantastic collection of music from the movie Old Boy. So those all came out on Record Store Day? Yeah. The trilogy? Yeah. 
2018, April 21st, yeah. And let's see what else I got here. Um, I think that's about it for now. Let's see. Death from Above, Heads Up came out, or was reissued last year. They did a brief tour for that. Um, was kind of surprised about their performance because I know it's tough being a drummer, not from, I, I don't drum, but I play guitar, but just seeing the drummer and try to sing at the same time, it was, I, I could tell that he's running out of breath, and but I guess that's the way of being a drummer. So it's pretty tough doing singing. Yeah, it's like running a marathon maybe. Yeah. My recommendation is a actually a book called Abbey Road to Ziggy Stardust, off the record by Ken Scott, who started out as a studio engineer at EMI Studios, working on Beatles sessions, which EMI became Abbey Road Studios, named after the Beatles album. And Ken Scott went on to produce several key David Bowie albums, like Man Who Sold the World, Hunky Dory, Ziggy Stardust, and Aladdin Sane. Some of my favorites. And this book goes into pretty great detail about the sessions, mics he used, how he mic'd people, and some great photos of the recording boards and some of the vintage gear. It's, it's an amazing book. I got this for my birthday late last year. So, still reading through it, almost done. But, uh, great book, highly recommend it. So, I think that's everything. I think we lost Kenny. Oh, Kenny's back. Is he? Can you hear us? I don't know if he can hear us. No, he can't hear us. Well, that wraps up our show. Yeah, it was a great time. Yeah. Thanks for doing this again. Yeah. We'll see everyone next time. All right, peoples of the internet. <laughs> <laughs>